Welcome to the Comic Web's Old Time Radio Program Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting story from the golden years of radio. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at www.comicweb.com. Please fill out our podcast listener survey. Go to comicweb.com and click on the survey link. This will let us know who's listening and how to improve our podcasts. Thank you. This week's old-time radio episode is Blue Beetle, Sabotage and Liquidation. That's right, you get two tales of the man who is the friend of the unfortunate, a righteous man in a special blue chainmail suit who fights crime, so you don't have to. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 2, 21, 28, 22, 1, 7, 28, 2, 18. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. The code again is 2-21-28-22-1-7-28-2-18. And now, the Blue Beetle. Upon the underworld to smash Ganglin comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, a mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police. A crusader for law, in reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor. Flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Blue Beetle is entitled Sabotage and Liquidation. Will the Blue Beetle prove smart enough to checkmate the clever and ruthless band of international saboteurs who are planning to sabotage Uncle Sam's new fighting plane? As our story opens today, Dan Garrett, who is also the mysterious Blue Beetle, is discovered entering the little apothecary shop run by his friend, Dr. Franz. He seems to be in a hurry. Doc! Doc, Carson, you alone? Hello, hello, Dan. Why, what's the rush? Yes, yes, I'm alone. Good, will you do me a favor and look over my Blue Beetle armor and see if it's okay? Why, certainly, my boy. You might give that mysterious ray machine you invented for me the once over. Is the Blue Beetle going to do a little nipping again? Well, I don't know yet. But I'm assigned to the flying field police detail, and you never can tell what'll turn up. Well, I'll have everything ready for you whenever you get back. Thanks, Doc. Go on. Danny, me by, that the chief gives us the best special assignments. You're right, Manigan. You know why? Maybe you like the way we wear the uniforms. No, that ain't it. The commissioner likes you, Danny, and he's given the chief orders to give me and you the good assignments, so you'll have the advantage of my superior wisdom and experience in handling ticklish situations. Oh, so that's it. Sure. 
Like, for instance, this one today, out here at the flying field. They're testing out one of the new fighting planes for the United States Army. Yes, I know. They say it'll outfly and outfight any flying ship in the world. Well, now, suppose some of them foreign agents, or maybe the Blue Beetle was to sabotage. Sabotage. Uh, yeah, that's it. Suppose they was to do that, and that plane up there was disabled and crashed. Well, it would be up to us to make an investigation on the spot and keep the crowd back and look for clues and inter- uh, inter- interrogate mannequins. Yes, uh, interrogate witnesses and mechanics and people. And what about it? Well, I, being more experienced than you, I, I know how to take charge and well, it looks like you'll have the chance to do your stuff, mannequin. That plane is in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Hey, look. Luke, his motor's tearing loose. His wings are breaking in two. He's trying to do a ball of meat. He'll never make it. Hey, hey, where are you going, Dan? That plane is trying to crash. I want to save that pilot if I can. Hey, wait, you can't love him. He'll be killed instantly. He's got a pancake. Look out. Stand by. Stand by. Hey, wait for me, Daddy. You'll be burned to a cinder if that plane catches fire. I'll have to take that stand. You stay and haul that crowd back, Manigan. It's not my counterfeit. These pilots, can you hear me? Oh, it's Come on, buddy. Put your arm around my neck. I'll lift you out here before we fry. Uh, Hold tight. Uh, Out you go. Uh, now to get away from this firing first. It comes a crash, Henry. They'll fix you up. And you'll be okay over here. I'll just lay you here on the ground and go help Manigan to the car. As soon as that wreckage cools off, I'll come back and examine it for evidence. Later, the heroic police officer, Dan Garrett, came back and examined the wreckage of the plane. His investigation brought to light several peculiar facts. That evening, he called upon his friend and confidant, Doc Franz, the chemist, who had a little apothecary shop in one of the city's side streets. Look at these boats, Doc. I got them from the wreckage of that new pursuit plane. Hmm. They've been tampered with, all right. So on halfway through. Uh, let's put them under the microscope. What do you find, Doc? Very interesting. Very interesting. What is it, Doc? They've been sawed halfway through with a mayor hacksaw. A mayor hacksaw? Uh, Yes. The invention of a man named Mayer. They're made of a special type of steel and saw teeth uh, set differently uh, from ordinary hacksaws. Therefore, they have a very distinctive mark on everything they cut. Also, the blade of the saw is so thin that it is sometimes difficult to locate the cut they make. They're usually called hat mayors for short. Only one airplane company in this country uses them so far. That's no who? The Darrell Airplane Company. Then this must be an inside job. Yes, Danny, yes. It looks like it. They had the contract to make several experimental planes of different types. This pursuit plane was one, and the super bomber, which was to be tested tomorrow, was another. Okay, Doc, and thanks. You've got to change into my other costume. This is a job for the blue boot. You take some terrible risks, Danny. I worry about you. Stop. I worry about you. Don't worry about me, Doc. That secret toy formula you gave me at the hospital certainly cut me up. Oh, that was nothing 
That impenetrable blue steel chain armor you made for me had saved my life many times. Yes, but someday something may go wrong and you'll be killed. Why don't you give up this blue beetle character and stick to regular police work? You're popular with the commissioner. Someday you might be chief of police. Doc, I've dedicated my life to helping the underdog and cracking down criminals and bringing them to justice. And no matter how great or how powerful they may be, I've got to do it in my own way. I must work alone. And you're the only one who knows who the Blue Beetle really is. I value your confidence, my boy. You're doing a grand job. Thank you, Doc. I better get going. We've got a lot of work ahead of me tonight. How do I look? Very mysterious and very terrifying. Uh, how does the magic ray work? Swell, it. How's that? Here, yeah, they seem to a guilty conscience, I've heard. Be careful. Some of that sound and the little blue beetles I dropped in front of those I wish to impress. <laughs> Certainly knocked the ground out from under their feet. Uh, have you got your flashlight with the blue beetle on the lens? Yes, right here. See? Mm, that shows a powerful beam. I'll need it tonight. Uh, whom are you visiting tonight? I'm visiting the experimental construction department of the Darrow Airplane Company. I want to look over that super bomber. I want to make sure it doesn't crash tomorrow. Uh, be careful, Danny. Be careful. Don't worry, Doc. I will. But I think the Blue Beetle will do a little nipping before this night's over. Meet the wings of a giant bomber in the experimental construction department of the Darrell Airplane Company. A shadowy, sinister figure moves, guided only by the light of a small pocket flash. Slowly, he climbs the scaffolding directly under one of the powerful motors. In his hand, he holds a hacksaw. In a holster at his waist, protrudes the butt of a forty-five Colt revolver. Silently, he mounts to his goal. <laughs> that pursuit, gentlemen, is tense today. Tomorrow, this bomb will crash. This sure is an easy way to make... <laughs> The blue beetle! Oh, yeah, we'll take that, Mr. Blue Beetle! Oh, God. The blue beetle's not so invulnerable after all. Lucky I was healed or he'd have got me. I better beat it until Captain X-13 somebody's wife to us. Let the other workmen find the blue beetle's body here in the morning. Out into the night ran the treacherous workman, the saboteur who had caused the wreck of one of the newest planes intended for Uncle Sam. In a fast motor car, he speeds away to report to the mysterious X-13 the discovery of their secret. As he reaches his destination, he comes to a stop before an iron gate. Silent figure slips forward and bars his way. That you, Slug? That's right. This is Butch. Let me through. I gotta see Captain X-13. It's important news. It's better be good news. You know the captain. He'll get a kick out of the news I got for him. Yeah? Yeah. I plugged the Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle? Where? At the ship. He caught me at work and I let him have it. <laughs> Gee, that'll make the captain happy. Well, good luck.
you get for mixing in things that aren't any of your business. Hey, Butch, are you all right? Oh, what hit me? It's Lou Beetle here. I sneaked up and stopped him when he started to tie you up. Come on, give me a lift. We'll carry him into the house and let Captain X-13 decide what to do with him. Forty-five slugs at him, but I must have missed. When I got out of the car, he jumped me. He must have been in the back seat all the time. The rat there copped him a beaner when he was starting to tie me up. He must be liquidated. My seaplane that is in the river. Put him aboard. We take him out to headquarters ship at daybreak and execute him. Then we come back here and finish the job. All right. Bring the thing here. You better let me go. My father will make it hot for you. Who is this woman? Jane Darrell, Chief. I caught her snooping outside. Oh, so you are the daughter of Sidney Darrell of the aircraft factory? Yes, and you better not harm me. He'll get the whole United States government after you if you don't let me go. I am not a fool, young lady. But at least you would be suicide for me. I choose not to die until my work is done. You will stay here. I won't stay here. My yell and scream till everybody... Take her away. Find and gauge her and put her with the other one. What are you going to do with me? Take you for the ride in my seaplane out to the headquarters ship. In the morning, you will play the feminine lead opposite his uh, blue beetle in a double liquidation. <laughs> Daybreak, Captain X-13 and his crew of nefarious saboteurs and conspirators, with their two prisoners bound and gagged, take off down the river in their seaplane and head toward the sea. When the Blue Beetle regained consciousness, he managed to sever his bonds with his magic ray machine. Discovering Darrell's daughter beside him in the dark baggage compartment of the plane, he quickly removed her gag and bonds. Who are you? I'm Jane Darrell. Jane Darrell? What are you doing here? They caught me investigating their hideout, and they're going to liquidate me. That's what they think. Who are you? The Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle? That's right. Well, then you're to be my leading man. I don't understand you. The captain said I was to be the leading lady in a double liquidation. Oh. 
There's going to be a liquidation, but you and I won't play the leading parts. At least we won't be the... the liquidees. What are you going to do? The Blue Beetle is going to use his nippers on a certain Captain X-13 and his gang of saboteurs. I'll help you. No, you stay here. Maybe some shooting, and I don't want old man Darrell's daughter hurt. I don't mind shooting, but I'm scared of the dark. Don't leave me here. You'll do as I say, or I'll have to tie you up again. And I'd hate to do that. I'm going forward now. The Blue Beetle has a little job. Where's the Captain X-13? In the control cabin. There's the headquarters ship, down there now. No, they never been on it. They say she's one of the fastest things afloat. Yeah. Well, we'll be aboard her in ten minutes. And that'll be the end of the Blue Beetle. And Darrow's daughter. Let me get him! Crack him on the beat! Out of the way while I drill him! You're a man for punishment, Butch. Take that! Take this leg! Take it! 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 Elstock's formula has given me a super wallop. Mr. Blue Peter, you will please to drop the gun. Captain X-13, I presume. Well, go ahead and shoot. Your bullets can't hurt the Blue Beetle. We shall see. Oh, we shall see. <laughs> You're satisfied, Captain. Now drop that gun or I'll drill you where you stand. It's more like it. I get back to those controls and keep this plane in the air. The automatic pilot is set. It will direct the plane. You and me, we, uh, we talk business, huh? You are a very brave and clever man. I, I can make you rich. Get this straight, you cold-blooded fiend. Nobody can buy the Blue Beetle. Now you get back there can and... Can I be of any assistance, Mr. Blue Beetle? No, Miss Darrell. This is a man's job. Oh, on second thought, you can take this gun. Keep this mug covered while I tie him to the seat here. Gladly. Do you mind if I pull the trigger just a little bit? Oh, no, no. No, no, don't do that. I have the wife and two children in Valdonia. They have nobody but me. Oh, no, you can't take it, Captain. You're afraid of a woman with a gun. I ought to let you pull that trigger just a little bit. But we'll have to save that job for Uncle Sam. You are a very foolish young man. I could make you a... Save reason. your breath, Captain. Your career as a saboteur and foreign agent is over. You got him tied tight enough? Sure. He's a sailor, Master. I learned in the Navy. He won't get out of those. I just stick this handkerchief in his mouth to keep him quiet. There. What about the others? They'll be out for a long time, but I'll keep my eye on them from time to time. Look. Where? Look down there. That big yacht anchored offshore. She looks peaceful enough. Don't forget the double execution planned on board for us. That's right. But look, the plane's spiraling down. The automatic pilot must be directing this plane to that ship. Can you pilot a plane? Certainly. I've got a pilot's license. My father makes them, and I fly and them. And take over the controls. Come on, snap to it before we get too low. All right. What shall I do? Zoom her up to 2,000 feet. Right. Level her off a bit. Steady now. How's that? That's swell. 
What are you going to do now? Put you ashore and turn those spies over to the police, and then come back. No, you don't. Not without me. I'm in this for you to finish. My father's honor is at stake. The Blue Beagle works alone. Not this time he doesn't. It's a dangerous business. So what? I love danger. You could be helpful. Well, come on. Tell me. What's your plan? Well, now, let me see. They expected the captain to land her down alongside, but when we zoomed up, they got suspicious. Look what that group of men on the forward deck doing. Well, it looks like... Yes, they are. What? They're uncovering an anti-aircraft. Come on, turn the plane around. We're going to shore. They're probably sending some men ashore. We must prevent that. How? There's no time to put me ashore now. That's right. Here's my plan. We'll just have to take a chance. We'll zoom down as if we're going to set her down alongside. That'll quiet their suspicion. Yes, go on. Then when we get to level with the deck off to one side, you straighten her out and I'll machine gun the small boat. But won't some of the others shoot back? I don't think so. They'll be too surprised. Well, let's go then. Hold it steady now. Okay. That's it. That's got him. I'll swing across the bow of the yacht. I've got an idea. What is it? I'm going to try to disable it. Here we go again. Ah, that did it. I raked the pilot house of machine gun bullets. I'll zoom her up. running full speed ahead right toward those rocks. Well, shall we stick around? No, we've got to get word to the Coast Guard. We'll head it off up the coast and turn those mugs back there in the cabin over to the police. Look, look down below. Why, that ship is out of control or else they're going to deliberately wreck her. And some of the men are jumping overboard. They'll drown sure as Moses in that treacherous water. Put those rocks at full speed. Think of those poor devils who were the test pilots. They fly our experimental planes intended for the Army and for the Navy. It's horrible for them when the work of foreign agents causes them to crash. What about that new Army bomber that makes its trial flight today? That's right. I've got to get back and warn the authorities. The Blue Beetle still has work to do. Home, Jane, and don't spare the horsepower. Indicator is down. Look, look below. Something is hanging. Maybe some feet pipe. That's right. Here, put on the parachute. I got one on too. Well, what are you going to do? Take out fire insurance. If this plane catches fire, we're going to bail out. Well, what about the men back there? 
Captain, there's 13 of the bunch. It'll be just too bad for them. They'll crash and they'll burn with the flames. Wait, I think I can land her in that little lagoon. Better let me take over. Yes, yes, I guess you better. He'll sit back and relax. Everything is going to be all right. Skillfully piloted by the Blue Beetle, the disabled plane comes to rest upon the quiet waters of a little lagoon. Tying up the rest of the gangsters who were by this time regaining consciousness, and leaving Jane Darrell on guard with his automatic, the Blue Beetle went ashore to phone the authorities and then disappear. An hour later in the apothecary shop of Dr. Franz, he is relating his experiences. The shopkeeper where I phoned the police was scared out of his wits when I entered the shop in my Blue Beetle costume. I, I should think he would be. But what about the girl? You think she'll be safe on board that seaplane alone with those cutthroats? Oh, yes. They were securely trussed up and she was armed. And besides, I saw a Coast Guard cutter entering the lagoon as I disappeared into the rushes. Mm, evidently, when you shot the captain in the pilot house, as he fell, he jammed some signal for full speed ahead, which the engineers got. And before anyone could do anything, the ship piled up on the rocks. Well, that may be for me. I'll have word at headquarters they can reach me here. Hello? Oh? Oh, yes. Yes, he's here. Uh, just a minute. Uh, it's for you, Danny. Thanks, Doc. Hello? Yes? Banco Ridley? The city hospital? An operation? The stock market crashes if he dies. Yes, I've got that. A suspected plot. Yes, I'll be right over. Goodbye. I've been assigned to guard duty over Banker Ridley at the city hospital. Mannequin and I. There's a plot afoot to do away with Ridley while he's on the operating table. Some racketeers want to clean up on the stock market and his death will make that possible. Well, go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. But be careful, boy. Don't worry, Doc. As the blue beetle, I have a feeling I'm invulnerable. So long, Doc. What will happen to Dan Garrett, the blue beetle, on this new case? Will he be in time to save Ridley's life? Can he prevent the stock market crash? Will he be able to run down the criminals? Those are all questions that will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. Fox feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in. Uh-huh.